0: And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything
1: in between.
2: I'm going to have fun
1: and you're going to have fun. Have a funny day, cool. have fun now. Your new local. You're going to love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. It's a podcast for Triple M's Rush Hour. Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. But Liam is currently on the sick list.
0: Can we talk about Liam yeah. on the sick list again? What about how he tried to justify... Now, I mean... Zoolander, the black lung, <laughs> I mean, it's like he's got the black lung, yeah. hasn't he? Like, well, um, let's have a listen. Yeah. This is what I sound like today. Oh, yeah. Just,
3: I know it makes you might sound better than my normal voice, but this is where we're at.
1: Sounds like he's had infinity beers.
4: He <laughs> probably did he? over the weekend. Oh,
0: the, for the podcast, could you just do a li- Liam? Um... Oh,
4: I'm just really sick and this is probably better than my normal voice, but I'm so sick. <laughs> it's so fun taking the piss out of Liam when he's, he's not, not here. here. He's not but here. Like, who does that when you send in like a... Yeah.
0: a guilt. I but say yeah. it's, it's an admission of guilt. When you, it's like having to bring your doctor certificate in. Like it, he's like, I'm going to have to justify everybody. I am sick,
4: but doth protests too much because yeah. I feel like he's putting it out there. Yeah. He's like, I'm so sick. It's like <laughs> you didn't need to do that, mate. Just like a um, a sick note would have been more than enough.
1: He's weaseling an extra day or two out of this. I, I reckon. I reckon so. I'll be back tomorrow.
4: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, and it'll be totally fine. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm with you on this. He um, loves bunging it on a he, little bit. He loves bunging it on. <laughs> Neighbors.
4: Yeah, uh, not the TV show, but we will play the the Neighbours. intro.
0: Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbors.
1: Is it still this theme on the new little reboot? Little um, question Without No. Notice.
4: I think they've done it up. Oh, okay. But it's been panned a little bit, I think, because it's <laughs> not great. It's a little bit corny. Anyway, I just want to talk about when good neighbors become good friends because I've got a neighbor where I live in Paddington that um, she, when she moved in, so there are a few students that were living in the house next to me. And when they moved out, the owners came back. And when we first met the owners, I was kind of like, oh, they're a bit like not not sure not really the people i would hang out with mm. i met the husband first and we sort of didn't really talk much and then i ended up talking to the wife lee and we have just become the best friends I like love that. and i love when you become good friends with your neighbors because on saturday night i was home by myself and i was like I've been given this bottle of Shiraz. Do you want to share it? She was like, great, come on over. And I reckon we chatted for about three hours straight. I love that so Actually, much. probably four. Um, yeah, and we just sat there and did not stop. And so we equally talk as much as each other. Mm. It just is nonstop conversation and it's just the best.
1: Let's ruin the whole experience. What was the most interesting thing you found about her <laughs> during about that time? Her?
4: Oh, I don't know. Probably that we're very similar oh, okay. in that way. Um, we've both got the same haircut. We're both the same color. Oh, that's what we did too. We pulled out um the primary school photos, mm-hmm. so and just how everyone looks so different. And then we were like projecting about what people in the photos were doing now. Like some are lawyers and some are like music producers and all sorts of stuff. So it was just a so much fun. I just love when when your neighbors are good. Solid neighbours. Love good that.
1: friendship. <laughs> so good. What a result out of Queensland cricket on the weekend, Dobbo.
0: Yeah, and look, if you, we normally talk cricket, we're normally talking about the Bulls or, you know, the Brisbane Heat. We're talking about the third grade mudruba cricket team. Did you <laughs> ever
4: think we'd be doing that, Dobbo?
0: Well... Not really, I've got to be honest with you It's the Mudgerabar, Narang and Districts Cricket Club If if I want to get the full title Over the weekend Some are saying it's a miracle I'm just saying it was good quality bowling And it was from their third grade club captain His name is Gareth Morgan And he pulled off one of the greatest victories of all time Needing five runs from the last over with six wickets in hand Surface Paradise absolutely capitulated to the bowling of this legend, Gareth Morgan. Congratulations, mate. Well done. Thank you so much for being with us on the Rush Hour.
3: Oh, thanks for having me.
4: (laughs) Gareth, what was the score at the time and who were you playing against? Because I feel like they were already in the shed celebrating by the time you came out and they were taken by surprise. What was the score?
3: Well, they were four wickets down for 174 runs, um, needing to get to 179.
0: And, and being the surface Paradise Cricket Club, you'd suspect that they probably were yeah. thinking, hey, it's over. Any normal cricket team thinks... The are on. Yeah, we're either going to... We're going to get this if we can get the run, Trace. So you take the first three wickets, four wickets. At what point did you think, hang on, I'm a chance here? Because normally a tail wags, but there was no tail wagging this time round. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, to be honest, it was on the last ball was where I thought I'm a chance. Yeah. Because... Um, the, the team was getting pretty excited as everything was unfolding, but I kept focusing on the fact that one good hit from them yeah, and the game's it was, over. It was over. Trying to keep a lid on everything, and that was my aim, to prevent that one good hit and see if we could keep it down to singles and see if we could pull off a miracle, which I thought in that way. But um, when the wicket started tumbling, it still wasn't feeling safe until... The last bat
0: came out and I thought, all right, he's going to have to have He's a bunny, mate. Stuff. You've got him. I've never heard of a sextuple wicket maiden. <laughs> um, had you ever known what one was? Not at all. I actually saw it written last night for the first time and thought it was wrong.
4: <laughs> can you please explain it for us so that we don't get ourselves into trouble?
3: I'm not sure I can. I, I think that there's some way that they uh, work out hat tricks as in – First three, then two, three, and four, and then combinations of three till they get to six. Apparently, yeah.
0: So talk, five golden ducks. Yeah, five golden ducks, but six wickets in an over. Can Can you talk us through the wickets? Like, I, I'm I'm fascinated to know. And and did you honestly give yourself a chance going into that final over?
3: Did I give myself a chance? Mm, <laughs> I, I, a little bit. I didn't. I gave myself a chance of bowling a few dot balls. Yeah. And maybe making it a bit difficult for them to see how deep into the over we could get. Yep. Um, But the reality was it was a very low chance because the field had to be spread and they were going pretty well. And the guy that was at the crease for the first ball um, was hitting the ball really well on the day. So, no, I uh, didn't give myself a chance. But when he hit the first ball um, to the guy on the deep mid-wicket boundary, I was pretty happy with that. Two (laughs) metres either side and it goes for six and it's game over and no-one's talking about this. And I'm, you know, not getting... uh, a day of uh, media calls that I've
1: never lost. <laughs> <in my> <laughs> if you've had to pick one ball in that over, mate, what do you think is the best one?
3: Oh, I'm going to go with the last one. That's pretty much the, uh, the one that I can see in my mind when I'm thinking <laughs> back
4: over it. Gareth, Australia taking on South Africa in the semi final on Thursday. Did Andrew McDonald give you a call, a call up for the Australian team yet? <laughs>
0: I'm glad he hasn't.
4: (laughs) I think you might be a welcome member.
0: Cricket is a very well-known to celebrate post-match, and it's one of the great things, and club cricket is a bit on the coast. Tell me you guys had a proper drink afterwards.
3: Yeah, there was a fairly decent celebration. (laughs) It didn't go late into the night. Our first and second grade team had to back up and play the next day, so there wasn't the volume of people there normally is there, which um, wasn't too bad because I still had to find a way to drive home, so I managed my uh, intake.
0: Yeah, right. But did you realise the enormity of it? I mean, this has literally made news everywhere across Australia. Um, Just being a humble Gold Coast cricketer, I know you're the Mudgery Bar Club captain and you've played a lot of cricket, but never in your wildest dreams did you think it would get the recognition that it did?
3: No, never. I've been just astounded at the last two days. I I just can't believe that. So many people are interested in third-grade
1: cricket on the Gold Coast.
3: That's
1: <laughs> the great thing. It's well, so good. It's the great thing. The statue chat has commenced at Mudry Bar. Is it going to be brass? Is it going to be bronze? What's going on? They'll
4: make a movie out
1: of it. Exactly, yeah, surely. Gareth Morgan, you're a legend, mate, and we can say that uh, wholeheartedly. Thanks for joining us in Triple M's Rush Hour, Matt. Thank you very much, guys.
0: I have had an ugly experience this morning. And I just want to start and preference this chat by saying that this is 100% my own fault. Do you look in the mirror or? <laughs> no. This morning I went to the dentist and because of the fact I have been poor with getting my teeth checked, Dental I had work. three teeth removed ripped out this morning in the chair
4: because you went to the dentist last week didn't you on on
0: friday Friday, yeah and then things went south on saturday and then rather because i had an mc gig it was all booked in monday morning was d-day many moons ago i went to the dentist and he said mate you're going to need a root canal and we're just going to patch it up and you can come back in a month's time and get it done sent me the quote Cool. I'm like, <laughs> she'll be right.
4: How much was yeah, the oh, quote? Whatever
0: the quote was, it was thousands. But I was, but I was say like, five grand. Grant. and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." You know what? No, no. <laughs> So <laughs> over wait o- for another day. Uh, over a long period of time, um, <laughs> my teeth have fallen out, rotted <gasps> out, to the point that they got. One was punched out in a football game about twenty years ago, and it never hurt, so I just left it there I so yeah. but the other two were completely preventable from what happened today. I'm in agony today oh. now because I had to have my dentist rip them out and stitch the gums back up, and oh. I'm now going to need um fake teeth put in there so. You'll need a couple co- of dentures. It's going to cost me a lot of money in the long run, which I probably could have spent far less if I just got the work done when it happened. Now, all of that aside, he did a good job.
4: That's good. He did a
0: really good job. I'm and
4: surprised you're talking this afternoon. Yeah. Well,
0: it's through a lot of pain. Some of us just toughen up. So, what you're saying is, you, did, you had
1: surgery this afternoon. This morning, in the This chair. morning. But where's Liam again? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other day for another (laughs) chat. got a sore throat.
0: But it it led me to think about what could have been. And when you put stuff off, how it always comes back to bite you. How long did you put it off for, Dobbo? Four years. (gasps) Four years from I went to the dentist when they said, hey, listen, and they put stuff. And then it chipped off and then I still went on with it. And then finally it got to the point where... It was untenable. That
4: infection could have got in your bone, in your jaw. Like yeah. if you put it off that long, that gets
2: that's uh, the, pretty serious. There's
0: a lot of there's a lot of things that have been happening should've, and I was like, should have, could have, would have. <laughs> but it, it led me to the point yeah. that people put stuff off mm. and it comes back to bite them. And injuries, I mean I was gonna say,
1: did you did you want to know what happened the last time I went to the dentist? Give us oh. a dime. My parents were a little bit poor growing up. Yeah. I was ten years old the last time I went to the dentist. <gasps> you are now thirty one. Oh, I haven't been to the dentist Josh. in twenty one years.
4: Because of that.
1: Yeah, and my teeth are buggered. There's there's a no. hole in it here oh. or there or like yeah. It doesn't hurt. No pain whatsoever. You know they what? still function. And I'm worried that if you get your teeth done, I'm not gonna be able to speak and do my job anymore. So uh, yeah. hello. Exactly. I actually
0: had the same thought today. I But you're good. Yeah, well
4: in pain. In but, pain, but good. And you have been eating applesauce all yeah. afternoon. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm getting jelly and ice cream for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the big thing about it is, yeah. one triple um, three, five three. Oh, what I want to talk to everybody about is what have you put off and it come back to bite you? And mm. it doesn't always have to be from medical, but a, a lot of us, you know, get stuff and they go, hey, you should get that looked at. You should go and get your yeah. teeth done. Oh, and hip you know replacement. what? Yeah, oh, and it comes it back day. and it squares off with you. And I just want to. Get it out there that it can be fixed. It's like you owning a car. <laughs> hey, mate, it's got a little problem. I oh, know, it'll be right. It breaks down on the Gateway Motorway. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> 133353. 3, 3, what have you put off and when's it come back to bite you? Andrew yeah. from Yarra Bilba, what did you put off?
2: Yeah, guys, I uh, just kept on working and working and uh, had a bit of a niggle in the back for a bit and uh, ended up going to the chiropractor and goes, you got
4: three bulging discs, mate. <gasps> Andrew, three bulging discs. So you literally had your nerves pinched in your spine.
2: Yeah,
0: in my left right, left thigh all the way down. Oh, sciatica. How did you get a fixed? Oh, it's
2: a painful. Do
0: you get a cortisone injection?
2: Yeah, mate, did indeed. Yeah, and uh, kept the back brace on for a while. Oh. And uh, yeah, no, nah, wasn't
0: wasn't pleasant. Oh, not right. very nice at not all. I bet. I bet. Three bulging discs.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's not good.
0: Hey, Graham from Kalanga, how are you, mate? Graham, good afternoon. How are you? No, Graham's not there. Graham, no. He's not there. Dan from Greenbank. Good afternoon. How are you? Good mate. How are you? All right. What'd you put off? Uh, when I was about 10, I got a blood blister on my foot and then 15 years later I became septic and I had my leg amputated.
4: I'm Stop so it. sorry, I... what?
1: Yeah, whoa.
4: You had your leg yeah. amputated after a blood
0: blister? Yeah, it sort of turned into a bit of an infection over the years and it just, you know, it was nothing, so I just kind of ignored it and then got real sick one day and ended up in the ER and became whoa. septic, got into my bloodstream. Spread up to my lungs, and Jeez, then about a month later, they're like, Well, we can't say it, so we'll probably have to amputate.
1: I don't want to make light of this, but did,
0: did you ever get the did you ever want to burst it like beforehand? Or well, I that's probably what the problem was is I did burst it, and uh, probably got uh, right? right and so if it, got it, if, it. It, if it had stayed that, oh well, mate, I'm sorry that yeah. happened to wow. you, but that is like, a right, yeah. But, that is a bloody unbelievable story. Thank You're you for sharing. You're
1: lucky to be alive, actually. That's yeah. an incredible story. Su- such a good story. Let's get you to the Bullets and the Perth Wildcats, Saturday the 18th of November. Get your tickets at brisbanebullets.com.au. Two tickets are all yours, Dan.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, thanks, Dan. Graham from Kalanga, he's back. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. All right. What did you put off?
2: Uh, same as you, my my dentistry. Um, I got a quote about thirty thousand to <gasps> have some um implants, etc., done here yeah. in Australia. I ended up going to Mumbai in India, and, um, sorry, the quote here was fifty thousand. I had thirty thousand worth over there. Two visits, flights, accommodation, all covered, in the thirty. I, I've got the record of one week in the dentist year, I spent 32 hours in the dentist year. Wow. Oh so, um, wow. so I know what you're going through, Dobbo, and, yeah. Um, yeah, 13 crowns later and um, the old root canals and, and all sorts oh, yeah, of stuff. So, but well, yeah, You're so, pleased yeah. you went that way with it, though? Obviously a lot cheaper. Exactly.
0: Yeah, a lot cheaper exactly. getting it
2: done in India. Yes, and um, I had a scan as soon as I got there. A 3D scan cost me $65. Ooh. and um yeah so it's just so cheap and it's all top german um equipment yeah american trained you know very clean and a lovely
4: trip it. to india wow yeah.
2: well it's two visits one was the first one was one week and the second one was 3 weeks to get oh. all the crowns etc yeah. so um a long time but I end up having an infection in my jaw as well, which they picked up oh, and scanned. So I had to have a bone graft in my the front top jaw. So <laughs> yeah. should have
0: probably got the root canal done anyway. You got to yeah. India, you, you get butter chicken as well as new teeth. Oh, Good on you, mate. Yum. Here comes the money. Show me the money. Tell me,
1: dollars.
0: The Triple M Rush Hour's Garage Sale Challenge. Oh, I am so looking forward to this. And last week we launched uh, Triple M's. Garage Sale Challenge. And the rules are very simple. We're all given $50 each. We had to spend it over the weekend at a garage sale on the garage sale trail. We're allowed to buy multiple items. And this Friday, they will be valued by oh. professionals. <laughs> and whoever has the highest resale resale value wins. Now, every single day, we'll bring in uh, our items. Today is Liesl's turn. Tomorrow, I will. And then on Wednesday... Liam will. Liesl is about to reveal her purchases. I will just say before we get into it, I didn't realise how much fun this was going to be. And I loved my Saturday morning. I went to three garage sales. Did you? And I finally hit jackpot at my third. But... It was a really good experience.
4: I'm with you, Dobbo. I was so surprised by how much fun I had. Um, and I will preface this by saying I had just flown in from Melbourne. I landed and I got home about ten to twelve that night. I got up at six a.m. to make sure that I was ready for these garage sales. So I was very tired. But my first one that I went to. So I'm going to go through some of my items that I got on right. the weekend. So I went on. So you bought Saturday multiple morning. items. I did. So we right. had fifty dollars to spend. I spent forty nine dollars. So I had a dollar left over. First First stop, I went to Paddington. So right. I visited, it was Aladdin's Bargain Basement or something it was called. And um, I thought Paddington's probably a good place to start. I feel like there were some good things. So, first of all, we've got some audio of this song Jason Donovan sealed with a kiss. Oh my God. <laughs> How
0: do you know these lyrics, And seal it with a kiss. I remember yes. it. I have a Watch 12. Your worry going
4: It's an extended version, 12 minutes of that oh song. Oh, so my God. Keep going,
0: see how long he can go <laughs> that for. Is, for that is gold. So got, that is gold. I got
4: that for a dollar, so I yeah. was really <laughs> pleased with that one. So that was the first one. These, I got six fish knives, and they're stainless, um, like, Metal they got fish. beautiful
0: flower engravings yeah. on them. Yeah,
4: and so they're not ivory handles. I was going to say,
0: was it ivory no, handles? No, but
4: it looks like ivory that's been through the dishwasher, you know how <laughs> <Yeah>. it gets tarnished. <laughs> yeah. That was $80 down to $10, so I wow, got those. Eh? Now, this is my treasured possession from my. Aladdin's Bargain Basement. Oh my god! It is a farlap plate.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
4: It is a premiere issue in the exclusive series entitled "Our Greatest Racehorses" by Vivian Kubos, and it, the plate number is two one eight A.
0: I think that that's an original. I it think she's painted that. I don't think that's a print. I think that's actually. She's it is an original.
4: That. Yeah. So I have looked that one up. That one's not bad. So oh, that's, it's got an... Oh, I,
0: I, 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 I have yeah. to say that this would be going straight to the pool room. <laughs> it's
4: very cool. So that was from Paddington. So that's my haul. But I do have one very special item. I was going
1: to say, we're not going to get to it just yet. Wait a second. You are going to need to get your ears around this. If you want to get your eyes around it, you get an early glimpse on Instagram at triple M underscore rush hour. Liesel's big purchase next. <laughs>
4: We've done... Done this legitimately. Now, I started off in Paddington and I met a man named Simon. I'm here at Bowler Street at my first garage sale. All right, Simon, now I've had a look at some of your stuff. Can you tell me about this far lap plate?
2: Okay, far lap plate. Um, I think it's a classic (laughs) collector's
1: edition. Once again, it looks kind of like circa 80s, 90s. Um, Yeah, I have seen it on eBay for around about $50. Okay. It's going out today for $10.
4: Amazing. bargain. (laughs) I think so too. Uh, And these records that we've got, Jason Donovan, what have we got? Sealed with a kiss. I mean, greatest
1: hit ever.
4: (laughs) And it's just a single.
1: And yeah. Yes, it is. But it's a 12 inch mode, so you can listen to Jason for like 12 minutes. <laughs>
4: um, so, what are we? Aladdin's Bargain Basement. That's the one. Aladdin's Bargain Basement. Come on down. Come on down. I think I've got a bargain, so I think I've won. Every
1: day. Yeah. We're
0: not escaping this, are we? <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> yeah. good. Simon, That's a great record. It is, yeah. yes.
4: I can't wait to listen to that one. I mean, Simon was fantastic and I did thoroughly enjoy it. I also got the fish knives. I got that from Clayfield. But I've also got another item. This is my prized possession. So I, hang I bought on. this from Simon.
0: Better than the Farlap plate.
4: Better than the far so lap plate. So you've got the
0: fish knives, the the, the Three records. records. And the far lap plate, the original hand-painted, yep. you know, that we know is worth a lot more money. But now there's this more. Is, this
4: is my item. Okay. Q producer con with my item. It's absolutely amazing. I've picked up a guitar, which I'm really impressed with. Can you tell me a little bit about the guitar?
1: It's basically, I have I've found this back in the day as well, and it's a Tokuganti 12-string guitar. So I'm suspecting it's uh, made in Japan at some point, maybe in the 80s or 90s. Um, yeah, and it's got to go. It's in here in the studio, Jones. With us. That is a very good guitar. <laughs> play it, chord, mate. Play it, <laughs> chord. Have you, have you no ever idea. played the guitar? <laughs> no,
4: but I've had Harry in the office restrung it for me. But Josh can play it. Oh, can very, you? Very
1: roughly. It jo- is a twelve-string. Okay. Oh man, it's been
0: a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs>
4: and yeah, but that's not bad, right? Oh, twenty dollars.
0: Stop the fight. Stop the fight, we're in trouble. I reckon that's a $500 guitar. Mm -hmm. Well, or maybe
1: not 500 as I'm playing. <laughs> really? Yeah. A couple of like yeah. wonks and bangs. And yeah. It's, what do you as reckon? I, like, as soon as I picked it up, it went out of tune. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so, it's a guitar.
0: That's a go. Yeah. What a great garage thing. Oh no. Okay. We know you can play the guitar. All right? <laughs> but We're, we're live fun. on air. You don't need to oh, show Sorry, off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah.
4: But I found that first. So there was one that had Mother of Pearl on the handle, but it had no strings or anything.
1: So I thought that was pretty good.
0: I think, Jones, you have done an amazing job and I think you've set the benchmark very high and I think uh, it's... <laughs> Is this going to come home with you? Are you going to learn how to yeah. play a 12-string guitar? Oh,
4: well, I've got a... I might need... What does it need? New strings? Oh, uh, no, a new
1: string. Maybe... I don't know. Don't maybe, know. It's got a bit of a, a funk to it, I think. Okay, so maybe just a, <laughs> a looking warped, at... Well, yeah. you've set at... the
0: standards very high. Tomorrow, though, um, I believe that you will be trumped because Ooh, okay. I have uncovered something that... I would say the majority of the population have always sought after.
2: Oh. And
0: it is something, I don't know why people, producer con's looking at me from outside thinking, shaking his head. But let me just say this now, you will all be very surprised and I'll be very surprised if people don't want my items. Okay. But well done, Jones. It's Thank a great you. start. If very you happy. want to
1: run your eyes over it, at triple M underscore rush
0: Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present present moment at first, right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail. Well, I talked about this last week. The draw has been released. It got released at 10 am Queensland time this morning. I was lucky enough to get it sent to me at 6 am this morning. And I've ranked the four Queensland sides from the easiest to the hardest. Now, I will say that any rugby league team that whinges about a draw now isn't serious because every team goes into the competition wanting to win the comp, and to win the comp, you've got to beat every single team, and that's and do the mindset. And you play them
4: all equally?
0: Well, you play every team at least once. Some teams will play teams that are a little bit more difficult twice. It's just how the algorithm works out. There's nothing or science behind it. But it's it. randomly chosen, right? <laughs> Correct. It's, it's through an algorithm. Now, the Broncos have been given... Buy, if you look at last year, because you're only taking up last year, a dream draw. Mm. They have hit the jackpot. They will only travel outside of Queensland once in the last 10 weeks of their season. They have a buy before State of Origin 1 and State of Origin 2. And before State of Origin 3, they take on the Dragons. So you would see that that is it. It's a favourable draw. Mm. They take on Penrith, and look, it gives them a really good opportunity. They play seven of their first 12 games at Suncorp Stadium, and they also play in Vegas. So it's not bad. On the other hand, at the other end of the scale, the Dolphins have really been given a... Really tough nightmare draw. In their second season, they're the only NRL team to play all three games before Origin. So every other NRL side will get a bye at some stage except the Dolphins. That means that they're gonna be without Hammer, Tom Gilbert, Herbie Farmworth, and Tom Flegler. The Dolphins also have Three buys by round 18, meaning
4: they have no
0: weekends off in that last 10 weeks. So all their buys are done. So it's one of the more difficult draws. The Cowboys, they kick off their season first weekend will be at Suncorp against the Dolphins, and they have a pretty good run. They've got six of their last eight games at their home ground in Queensland Country Bank. They also avoid travelling to Newcastle, they don't travel to Melbourne and they don't go to Auckland this year, which are tough road trips. For the Titans, their first game is against the Dragons, then they have a bye and it's not that hard a draw, it's middle of the road. But in opposite scales, the Broncos have an easier draw this year and the Dolphins have the hardest draw um, mm. in the competition.
4: So they were obviously nice to the Dolphins for the first year and then said, no,
1: sorry. <laughs> well, I was about to say, that actually proves that it's not rich because yeah. they're like the team that's the newest yeah. has got the worst draw. Yeah. So. I do hate
0: the fact that we've got a, a 4X derby of the Dolphins and the Broncos in the second last round of the season oh. and it's a 5.30 game on a Saturday. I hate that from a fan perspective. Yeah. Get them... Get one in round eight, one in round 16. Yeah. Like, seriously, when everybody's got a chance. Silly. Yeah, it's really silly. But anyway, uh, there'll be every team, as I say, no one's going to come out and publicly whinge it because they all have to win to win the comp. Mm. So yeah. let's have a look. We thought we'd try something new.
2: Only in America.
1: On Triple M's Rush Hour.
0: Yeah, this is a new segment where some of the weirdest things that ever go on in the world um, happen in that great country called the United States of America. And today, we're going to head straight to Florida. Um, Yeah, an unbelievable story has come out where a pig has been confiscated for being too overweight. I know, this pig um, has had some issues. Here is the first report of the pig being confiscated. It's been heartbreaking for Kelly Jacobson. Her pork chop, estimated at 400 pounds, was led away, not easily, by animal care and control Thursday night during an eviction in Northwood Village. Officers concerned about the animal's weight and overall health are now looking to gain custody.
4: So that pig's about 200 kilos.
0: Yeah, the pig The pig is in a lot of, it, it, look. There's not a lot of space
1: between stomach
0: and floor. Yeah, and I, I, I want to say from, from yeah. an animal welfare it, they're doing the right thing. It's cruel. Uh, yeah, it's cruel. And th- they now need to try and get some weight off that pig so it can have a good life. Um, the pig sanctuary, um, people have been talking about it, said that the pig can recover. Annette Robleski runs a pig sanctuary called Laughing Pig about two and a half hours away in central Florida. She says pigs like pork chop can be helped. It's gonna be
1: a long process. So if he can't walk, he can't he doesn't have that activity level to exercise, but it will come in time.
0: Oh pork Little chop. chop. All, all that I'm pleased that Pork Chop is getting but where I've probably found the humour in this story, it was th- they actually got the owner um, and they interviewed the owner. Now the owner has fed this pig to the point that it is being confiscated and the disbelief and heartache that she's losing the pig. Have a listen to the response like from the owner about her pig getting confiscated.
1: And I fought a lot of people for a long time to keep him. <laughs> and I don't know when else to stay right now.
3: They take pork chop away from
1: me.
4: Just a reminder, she is from Florida.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <so> Seriously? Paul pork chop. I find a lot of people keep that pig. Stop feeding (laughs) the pig and stop stop being cruel. And you get to keep your pig, your pet pig. Now (laughs) your
4: pig's at a pig sanctuary on a treadmill, you (laughs) poor (laughs) thing.
1: Deary On me. that note, uh, that's about all the time we have <laughs> for today. Tomorrow, Dobbo's been to the garage sale. We've already looked at your items today. Lisa, you can check them out at triple M underscore rush hour. But Dobbo, I'm so keen to see yours tomorrow,
0: mate. Yeah, it's controversial, but look, I can I tell you, yeah, it's controversial. <laughs> um, it, I'm here it, for it. already has caused some divide in the office, but um, it's got to be enjoyable. Hopefully, Sikki's back as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Josh, for being with us. Yes, ciao for now. Farewell, my neighbours. See you later. This
1: is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.